This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is a download from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC Asian Network website. Rajan Pablo. Hello, Bollywood friends. Welcome to another Raj and Pablo podcast. In our Bollytastic podcast this week, Salil Acharya gives you the hottest Bollywood gossip live from Mumbai. Last week, we were at the IFAs in Kuala Lumpur, and it's only right that we brought you back a wee souvenir. You can hear exclusive clips from some of your favourite Bollywood stars that we bumped into. We also took a look at the Bollywood releases so far this year, as well as films coming up. So if you want the latest Bollywood news, you've come to the right place. Now let's go to our muscles from Mumbai, Salil Acharya, who joins us live to get the inside scoop from the celebrity world. Salil, how are you doing? Hello. How are you, sir? Hello. Hi, can you hear us? Yes, I can now. Hi, guys. Really good. So have the monsoons broken in Mumbai? It's actually a flood almost. Even that's how it is. Every year we wait for the monsoon and when they come, it starts to almost happen. So it's uh, it's uh, good when you look up and when you look down, it's a problem. Oh, uh, that's probably true. I mean, I was in Mumbai a couple of days ago, Salil, and I thought, oh, it's going to rain really, really heavily. But luckily, the day I was there, it didn't. Yeah, well, as soon as you leave, uh, the rain starts. Uh, that's what it is. That's what it is. call you. Uh, right, Salil, Hamadi Aduri Kahani. Now, that's the big release. Uh, before we talk about whether you've seen it or not, Mohit Suri, he's slightly depressed. You know, this happened to him about eight years ago, and um, Mohit's a confidence kind of person. When Avarapan happened, which is one of his uh, finest films that he made, it didn't do well at the box office, and it was raining then as well. Ooh. So, you know, as if like the rain was a damper. This is when Apne came out and Apka Sarur came out. So, did very badly, and then he didn't speak to anybody for almost a year. You know, he was uh, very much in depression, and he's very upset with the way the critics have responded towards Amaria Dori Kani. The opening hasn't been that great. Even I didn't think it was that great as well. So, uh, you know, he's not picking up calls, not responding to SMSs, and and I guess, you know, you have to understand that, yes, he's a director, but he's also only 33 years old. So he's a young guy who can actually feel bad about a film. And uh, I hope it doesn't um, result in him taking a long break because he's got a bright future. But, yeah, this film hasn't seemed to have done as well as others would have expected. So what ha- what's wrong with the movie? What's happened? Because there's great expectations. Mohit Suri is a fantastic director. Emran Hashmi, Vidya Balan, and then Mahesh Bhatt writing the movie. I mean, all the ingredients of a super hit. Yes, but probably in the 1990s. It's just not the times. You know, the dialogues look like they're from, like, uh, a 1950s film, you know. Uh, it's just constant crying. It's just not a very realistic film. You know, you stay in a day where a Tannu wets Mannu, a Piku, you know, they, they sort of, uh, you know, are working right now. It's come at the right time, but just the setting is not right. So if you have these kind of dialogues, you have to have a setting of, say, a 1950 or a 1960. It happened with Bombay Velvet as well. It just wasn't real. I think Indian cinema now uh, has to cater to the real audiences. And Amari Aduri Kani is just too unrealistic as far as, uh, you know, the, the setup was concerned. Uh, sure, the performances are great, but in isolation, when they all come together, it hasn't really worked as well. So sadly, even the audience feels the same. So, What about Vidya Balan? Does she come out strongest? I think Imran comes out a little stronger than Vidya Balan, but uh, uh, also because he's in a slightly different light. But I think it needed a huge hit because there's a lot of money riding on this film. And now, you know, it, it's, it's a Mohit Suri film. Uh, it, he doesn't need any, any actors. And when you have 
all the names that you mentioned and still not becoming that big with the audiences not coming in, uh, you're having more competition from a Jurassic Park Khan than you are with Amari Aduri Khani. Well, it's on limited release here in the UK. Um, so it'll be interesting to know if anyone's got to see it. Um, right, let's talk about Shushant Singh. Um, uh, is he upset with Alia Butt or is Alia Butt upset with him? It's all Sushant, actually. Sushant has always been very outspoken, as you guys know as well, and you know, as the media knows. So he expressed his upset, uh, his, uh, his opinion on Twitter as well about him being uh, very upset with the unprofessionalism of certain actors. And it was just a couple of days after Alia announced that she could not be part of the film that the two of them were doing together. Uh, Farhan Akhtar and everyone involved in the production. So I don't see how that could be the problem as far as uh, A, production was concerned, B, the kind of setup and the kind of film. But, you know, I, I'm going to narrate a little story that happened to me about three uh-huh. years ago uh-huh. when, uh, you know, a student of the year came out. And I remember on the cover was Varun Dhawan, there was Siddharth Malhotra and there was Sushant Singh Rajput. And at that point in time, I remember meeting Alia and saying that, you know, watch out for Sushant, he's going to be a really big superstar at that point in time. I think she owes allegiance to a number of new people. And this is where the divide within what is in the industry and what is outside still comes. Arjun Kapoor, Varun Dhawan and Siddharth Malhotra uh, you know, Isidat by courtesy of being so close to Karan as well, are still considered from the industry. Sushant Singh Rajput is considered an outsider. And I think he will face a lot of friction that he will uh, on an open forum in the years to come as well. And also, he's not the easiest person to hang out with. He's very confident of himself. So I guess it's not the way the industry runs. So about this story definitely in a few days to come. Now, what's all this about Irfan Khan and Nargis Fakri? They're the toast of Hollywood at the moment, but there's a lot of jealousy about them. As is always going to be the case. You know, so many of them have tried to do Hollywood films that have had four-minute roles and three-minute roles. Whatever Anil Kapoor Saab may say, I mean, it's all in Mission Impossible, it was a scene or two. If you've seen Jurassic World, it's uh, Irfan Khan in a number of... I mean, along with the dinosaurs, of course. But he's now become very, very big. Uh, to the extent where, you know, he's actually our only bona fide Hollywood film actor. And I think there's a lot of jealousy that's going to happen. Nargis Fatri comes on the cover, or, or rather on the main poster of Spy, which film that is doing very well in the world. So I think definitely there is going to be a bit of uh, uh, pulling and pushing as far as the Bollywood industry is concerned. And I think people are going to be a little more jealous. I mean, the first reaction to Nargis on the poster was, oh my God, how did she make it there? She just has a five-minute role. So, you know, there's always that competition and I think that's going to come through. And has, has Priyanka Chopra said anything? She's got Quantico coming out. But yes, but, but see, it's a Hollywood film and a Hollywood series. So the demarcation will happen like it is in India, a film actor and a TV actor. There is always that demarcation. Uh, it's all very compartmentalised, you know. It's like a system that you have to keep coming up the hierarchy. So yes, Priyanka, I don't think it's anything to prove to anyone. But uh, the other actresses uh, and the other actors who may not be as big or as accomplished, are definitely uh, speaking behind the closed doors, so as to oh say. Jealousy is never a good thing. No. I often say that to Raj. I know, he's <laughs> so jealous of me. What can I do, uh, Salil? Uh, so, Salil, finally, uh, Sunny Dio, um, why is he keeping so stern? Why is he so quiet? What's going on? You know, two years ago, New Year was supposed to be released. I remember having them on a show that I was doing. And Kangana was very upset about the film at that time. And then she struck a deal... It's what I hear with Bhushan Kumar to say that it would never release. Sunny Deol was very upset about the film he releasing then. And he refused to dub for the film. Now that he's been paid, and apparently they kept a certain amount of his money aside. Now that Kangana Fever is there and they want to release the film, I think on the 3rd or 6th of July, they've apparently paid Sunny Deol quite a bit of money, apart from the fact what was due to him, a little more than that. So he was in promotion and he won't have an objection to the film. But Kangana has gone one step further. She's actually put uh, it in court and she's trying to find an injunction on the film being released. 
uh, and I've seen bits and pieces of the film. It's really not film worthy. It could be a big dampener to Kangana because she's got Katti Bhatti also coming out. She's mm. like the flavor of the season. So I do hope that the film doesn't release, but all situations are leading to the releasing in a few days. Oh, dear. Uh, Salil, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very, very much. Salil Acharya, they're giving us his opinions about all the things that have been going on in the land of um, Bollywood with all the goss. And, of course, about this week's big release, Hamari Aduri Kahani. Uh, he didn't really make much of it.
Now, we have been talking about how we've reached the middle of the year and uh, some of the movies that have really just come and gone and some movies that have uh, made an impression on us. Uh, do, you, do you remember in January we had like... Devil Alone and uh, Baby that, and Dolly Ki Dolly that was um, Dolly Ki Dolly those were the films we were looking but forward to but you know to. this year right usually like you have such a buzz about the first half of the year so it's been semi kind of quiet so what we're going to do is look at the first six months then go on to go look at some of the highlights that we're really looking forward to in uh, the remaining part of the year, don't you think, Pablo? Well, for me, I have to say, the year started off and I was really excited about Alone because I thought uh, Bipasha is doing well at the whole, you know, scary stuff, the horror movies. Um, but Alone wasn't as, well, I think really the movie was Alone in the cinema, wasn't it? It was indeed. January was a really kind of like funny, bad month for Bollywood. And um, there was a lot of movies that didn't do well. A lot of them were flops, what people are really expecting to be big hits. Like Dolly Ki Dolly had really mixed reviews. It made some money, but it wasn't as a big hit as everyone expected. And Hawaii Zada... Oh, what a disaster. I thought it would have been good with Aishman in it. Um, no, but it was a complete disaster. Apparently it was all stylistic and everybody was complaining on the sets about that movie as well. Um, and then moving on to February, um, Shemitab, everyone's like... Shemitab. Uh, yeah, with uh, Mr. Butchin in it, we're thinking, OK, this is going to be... It was all right. It had average reviews. But for me, the movie that really, really stood out was Badalapur with Varun Dhawan, where everyone was like, wow, you see him not playing like um, the boy next door, but something slightly different. So um, that stood out for me. Um, Kissa was released. It didn't, I'm not a mainstream film, but it got positive reviews. Dum Lagake Haisha. It was an India-only release. And it was an unusual quirky story set in the 80s. And that was a big, big hit. But one film that everybody had big expectations for in February was Roy. Ranbir Kapoor, Arjun Rampal and Jacqueline Fernandez, which also flopped at the box office. Well, it had Jadia Kalanya and um, Shopping Karade. That's what everyone was doing instead of watching the movie. It was indeed. And you know, so far this year, according to box office figures, right, Budlapur and Dam Lagake Haisha, um, they've both doubled their money profit-wise at the box office. Um, March saw NH10. That was a big hit for Anushka Sharma. Uh, it got some really good positive reviews. A film that's slightly different than your usual kind of all singing, all dancing. Hey bro, an India-only release. Ganesh Acharya, who was on the show, it was panned by the critics. Dilli Wali Zalim Girlfriend, which had Ira Dubey, which let Dubey's daughter. That did okay, but didn't get good reviews. And in the box office top ten of profitability, guess what? Anushka Sharma, who co-produced NH10, it made a 146% profit at the box office. Can you believe that? That's the second highest profitable film since this year. Uh, April saw not much happening here. We had Mr X, um, negative reviews, I'm afraid, with Imran Hashmi. Moving on to May, that's when, when everyone get crazy. Because no, April, we also had Ikbali Lahila, Mr X, Margarita with a Straw, which all flopped as well. Uh, but there weren't that many big releases here. No. Uh, May, Piku, Bombay Velvet, everyone was like, this is going to be really, really good. But it went down to Piku and Tanuwed's Manu 2 that really went... Okay, it's still all working. Gubber is Back was released in May with Akshay Kumar, which didn't do too well. Um, Welcome to Karachi, which shot 
in the United Kingdom with Bradford and Birmingham um, being locations for um, Karachi didn't do too well at all but May was the big definitive year for Bollywood so far both Piku and Tanuwed's Manu were the biggest box office hits of this year so far and um, Tanuwed's Manu made 300% profit at the box office where Piku has been a big big feather in the cap profit of Profit, profitability-wise for Deepika Padikon. And of course, in June, we're up to Dil Darkane, though, and Hamari Aduri Kahani. In just a while, we're going to be telling you what you can look forward to. So we told you about the movies that have already come out. Um, so we're going to tell you a bit about the movies we're really looking forward to. Uh, this month is going to see ABCD2 uh, with Varun and with Shraddha. And uh, if you've seen the trailers, you'll know that it's, it, it, this promises to be good. And we played um, the first time on the show a track from Bajrangi Bhaijan, the selfie songs from Mankan Karina Kapoor. That's going to be out in July. Uh, as is one of the other ones I'm looking forward to, which is Hero. Um, it's got uh, Suraj Panjali in it, so I want to see if he can really act. Uh, Saif Ali Khan is really, really um, putting all his faith into Phantom, which he stars alongside Katrina Kef, which is out in August. I'm looking forward to that one. Don't forget, in August, you're also going to get Akshay Kumar and Siddharth Malhotra in that big movie, Brothers. All about boxing or something, isn't it? And September sees um, the release of Gutti Bhatti, which stars Imran Khan and Kangana. That's a big one for Kangana. And the posters, not got their faces, just manicured feet. And in October, John Abraham is back, finally, in Rocky Handsome. Could it be anything else? Singers Bling and Juzba are also out this month as well. Juzba sees Ashwarya's comeback. Um, Ranbir Kapoor and Deepka Padukon back on the screen together t- towards November in Tamasha. But uh, the other one is Salman Khan and Sonam Kapoor in Prem Ratan Danpayo. Will it be a big, big... Big um, Darachand Barjatia hit. That's what we're all looking forward to. And we've been talking about Shah Rukh and Karl Jorg. Coming back as a jury on screen is going to be Dilwale in December. But I think my money's on Bajarai Mastani, Ranveer Singh, Priyanka Chopra, and Deepka Padikone, Sanjay Leela Bansalis. That's it from us for this week. Remember to catch us next week from 10am on Saturday. If you missed anything, it's all available online at bbc.co.uk slash Asian Network. Until then, stay safe and keep loving Bollywood. Thank you for downloading from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, including Tommy Sandu's Best Bits, the official Asian download chart and Asian Network reports, Log on to the BBC Asian Network website.